0: I invite you this morning to read Matthew chapter 22 from verse 1 to 14 in which Jesus tells the parable of the wedding banquet. Talking about the kingdom of God, the Lord Jesus provided a very clear picture of what will happen after our sojourn here on earth. He compared the kingdom of heaven To a king, a king who arranged a wedding banquet for his son and invited many people, many people to partake of the glorious celebration. But unfortunately, they refused to honor the wedding invitation. In Matthew chapter 22 verse 5 to 7, the Bible says, but they paid no attention and went off one to his field another to his business even the rest seized his servants mistreated them and killed them the Bible says the king was enraged he sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned down their city friends at the end of all things there will be a marriage supper of the lamb in heaven according to revelation chapter 19 it shall be the most beautiful most glorious most amazing wonderful marriage you have ever witnessed it is the marriage between the lamb and a bride the marriage between the Lord Jesus Christ and the church, oh, you don't want to miss it. You really don't want to. That is the peak of our Christian walk. That is the peak, the the, the, the highest point of our Christian journey. And I look forward to that glorious day, that wonderful day of great joy and rejoicing. The invitation to this great marriage of the Lamb has already been sent out and people have been called to partake of this great feast. That glorious day will be the gathering of the saints. The Father will be the presiding officiating minister. The music will be supplied by the band of heaven. Angels will dance to the heartbeat of the Father. And we, we all rejoice in the glorious presence of our Savior. Hallelujah. The great marriage supper of the Lamb is for all, for all to partake in it. But unfortunately, unfortunately, many who received this special invitation will miss it. And those who did not even prepare for it will attend. My goodness. Matthew 28, verse 8 to 10 says, Then he said to his servant, The wedding banquet is ready, but those are in Invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. Anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find. The bad as well as the good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. The parable of the great supper that Jesus tells in Luke chapter 14 verse 15 to 24 is similar to the parable of the great banquet we have just read in Matthew 22. We read of a man who hosted a great supper and invited many, but all of them gave excuses, excuses upon excuses as to why they could not make it. And the core, the the real message of the two parables is the same. The core message is that those who don't accept Christ on earth will not be a part of the kingdom of heaven. Very simple. But there are a number of excuses we make that have the potential to disqualify us from being active participants of the glorious wedding of the lamb you know everyone is invited we've been called we've been invited but there are excuses that hinders us and my prayer is that we will be among the few that are chosen And we will not miss our spot in that glorious marriage in heaven. We will not miss our place. We will not miss our spot in the name of Jesus. They gave different excuses. And in Luke chapter 14, verse 16 to 18, the first one said to him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. Do you see that? Wealth is never a problem. Land is not the problem. It is the will of God, the purpose of God, the plan of God for every child of God to prosper. Everyone to prosper. Oh, Todd John says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers the bible says it is god who gives us the power to make wealth so prosperity is part of god's plan for his children the land is not the problem the wealth is not the problem But our priorities are the problem, our priorities. If we want to be sincere, can a man buy land without foreseeing it? Why did he choose to see the land on the day of the supper? We are so busy with everything else but God. We are so busy, busy with many things. No time to honor the invitation of our Lord in spending time. With him alone in the closet, no time we are so busy with different activities, different programs, different events, different things. our jobs, our buildings, our projects, our these, our that great as they are, but at the expense of one on one with the Lord. How we have so much time to talk on the phone. But no time to attend to the matters of eternity we love to be able to show off what we have acquired for ourselves our cars our houses our new positions and promotions at the expense of the most honorable invitation there is hallelujah how much value do we attach to the invitation from our Lord how much value do you attach to the invitation of the Lord to Come into the closet and spend time with your father. How much value do you attach to the works of the kingdom? To the assignment of the kingdom? To the purpose of God? Those who will miss the marriage supper of the Lamb in heaven do not attach any form of priority to the invitation from the master. The first man's response simply showed that he had no time for marriage invitations. He had no time for God. He's so busy. No time for fellowship. No time for study of the word. No time to do the works of the Savior. No time. Jesus said, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day. That was such an urgency to do the work of his father. Whoever takes the most of your time and attention is what you treasure the most. You know what you treasure. You know. The Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So you know what you value most by the amount of time you allocate to it. So whatever takes the most of your time and attention is what you treasure the most. would rather go and see his newly purchased land yes that was his treasure at the expense of this glorious invitation how many times have you declined an opportunity to be with the king of kings because of that television series back in the days you have a a, a movie or a series that will last for few weeks now the series will go on and on for four years, for five years and believe you me, some will rather miss fellowship with God than miss their television series. How many times have you declined the opportunity to participate in kingdom assignment of eternal value because they didn't provide you with the chance to be publicly honored and celebrated because it wasn't about you how many times have you declined it would the man have missed the wedding if it was about him no many times we declined, we declined great opportunities to serve the Lord because it's not about us it's not about us if it is about us, we put our strength into it. We put our effort into it. We put our passion into it. But once it is not about us, no. I've seen many believers who will rather go late for meetings. They will go late for meetings because they are not the one leading. But the day they are the one leading, they will be there 20 minutes before everybody. <laughs> uh, there are people that will not commit themselves to the purpose of the kingdom. Why? Because it's not about them. Many years ago, my father invited a popular servant of God, a popular servant of God, to preach in a little city back then. And the first question from the man of God was, how many people will be in attendance? He would only come if at least 10,000 people would be in the meeting. His priority was the number of people in the hall and not the presence of God. What a shame! What a shame! I know of a man who declined an invitation because the financial honorarium and the hotel accommodation planned for him was not up to his state. He had a standard, he had a minimum standard. It's not about seeking the Lord. It's not about what God wants to do in that city. It's not about the purpose of God. It's not about the souls of the men in the city. Merchandise of the gospel it's about how much honorarium are you giving me can you get me a business class ticket otherwise i'm not coming his priority was about self self his priority was not the eternal reward He wanted his reward here and now. Here and now. It is easy to look at the lives of others. But what about you? What about you? What priority do we attach to the work of God? How serious are we with God and the invitation to evangelize, to teach His word to love people and to make disciples. What is your excuse? What is your excuse? I know people who will rather not participate in kingdom assignment and will wait for that assignment to fail because it's not about them. Friends, what is your excuse? This morning, there is a glorious invitation and this is still the opportunity to respond to the glorious invitation of our Lord and honor him with our whole life. That is an invitation to come into fellowship with him one-on-one. To spend time with the Lord on a daily basis. The invitation still stands. Oh, maybe the Lord has called you to go out on a mission to a city. The invitation still stands, if you can hear this word. Maybe the Lord has called you to serve in one capacity or the other. In a church, in a place, in your neighborhood, in your office, for your family. Oh, the invitation still stands. Will you respond to him today? Perhaps the Lord is calling you to it moments and times of fellowship. Deep communion with him and him alone. And you have been so consumed with other things like matter. Busy encumbered with many things. Things of no eternal value. Things of no eternal worth. And the Lord is saying today, Son, my daughter, the invitation still stands. The Lord is calling you. He's inviting you. Set your priorities right. Make up your mind. Make up your mind to follow the Lord. Make up your mind to throw those excuses away. And respond to the glorious, Invitation. The glorious invitation. What is your excuse? Why not look within you? Search your heart and ask the Lord. Lord, I failed. I have not responded the way I should. But today, I respond. It's all about you. I respond to your call, your noble call. Your greatest, the greatest invitation a man can ever have is the invitation from the Lord. Why not respond today? Why not respond today? He's still calling you. If you have the privilege to hear these words this morning, the Lord is still calling you. And my prayer for you today is Lord, I respond. I put aside the things that hinders me. I reorder my priorities. And I choose to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then other things can be added. But Lord, I choose to seek first your kingdom. Amen.